So Shelly, on this episode, we are for real going to do that co-parenting part two that for I real? wanted to do. For reals. I mean, yeah. I do have it pulled up in front of me, so. <laughs> but I did start. last week as well. <laughs> right? We didn't get around to it last uh-huh. week because we were too busy roasting Elder Holland. Because he's a dick face. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking religion. I know. Period. End of story. That's Fucked like you up. That's the bottom line to everything. Fucking religion. Yeah. Um, also, today is the last recording we're going to do in our current home studio. Oh, yep. We're breaking it down because mm-hmm. yeah. we're moving I mean, tomorrow. The, pan- <laughs> the panels are kind of falling off the walls as That's I look around. That's what happens when so. you take the nails out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Should we just get on with this episode? No you one cares. started it with the panels. No one cares. Okay. okay. Oh, they care. <laughs> you think? If you care no. about panels, raise your hand. No, no one cares. There's like three people. No, nobody's caring right I'm now. caring. Okay. We will be right back. Are you struggling to lose weight and keep it off? Tired of wasting time and money on starvation diets that lead to more frustration and stress? If there was a weight loss solution that could actually work for you, would you try it? Then head to golo.com. I'm Steve. I lost 138 pounds in nine months on Golo. I'm Amber. I've lost 128 pounds with Golo taking release. If you're ready to take back control of your life, head to golo.com now and see how Golo can work for you. That's G-O-L-O.com. My sleep is way better. My inflammation has gone way down. Golo saved my life. I was way overweight. That's what sent me down the path. I wanted to make sure and live for my kid. I have literally tried everything. I was on the verge of getting gastric bypass surgery, and I saw the Golo commercial, and it was the last thing I tried because it worked. Join over 2 million people who have found a better way to lose weight with Golo. Your healthier and happier life begins at golo.com. That's G-O-L-O.com. Again, G-O-L-O.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl trying to figure out her life. My name is Mary. My name is Shelley. Last day in the studio. Um, as I'm looking to the wall on the right and the um, wall paneling is collapsing on me. It sounds really dramatic. Okay, so this thing probably weighs maybe... Five ounces? Yeah, it's foam. <laughs> it's foam. A foam <laughs> attached to cardboard. But how, why is wh- there's none leaning in toward you? It's just me. Well, we had this one. Nobody Remember cares. I, I had to cut out the hole for the electron, like uh, the, you know, yep. cable. Outlet. Outlet. Mm-hmm. That's the word. Thank you. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Outlet. Mm-hmm. So that was a smaller, skinnier panel and it's falling over. No gotcha. one no one still cares. We still no one cares about the panel. Nobody's caring. Should we count the panel tiles and let people know? No, how many? no, no one cares. Guess the number of acoustic tiles on our wall and win a prize. No, no. one cares. Nope. No, we don't cares. have a prize anyway. Speaking <laughs> of prizes. It's a good segue. <laughs> if you are or were ever a Patreon member at the $20 above level. First of all, we apologize. Well, yeah, we suck. <laughs> In addition, if you never received your coffee mug. Yeah, it used to be back in the day that people joining us at the $20 level would receive a bag of coffee from apostate coffee. Do you remember this? Of course Way back in the day? Yep. So honor system here, everybody. If you received a bag of coffee, then technically you're not uh, entitled <laughs> to a coffee mug as well. What you do you fucking think just, don't get both, y'all. <laughs> I don't think we're just giving shit away over here. <laughs> but if you joined since then at the $20 level and never received your mug, that is our bad. Or if we never sent your coffee, also oh, our bad. Yeah, for sure. It's Absolutely. been crazy. It has been a little nuts. So and we're getting settled back in and we're getting caught up. 
Yes, our extreme apologies. So the month of October is dedicated towards fulfilling these coffee mug requests. We're barely into September. Well, I'm giving us some grace for September. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're moving tomorrow. Got, we're moving tomorrow and unpacking. I have got to go back down to Norfolk to help clear out my mom's apartment. That's true. Okay, fine. October. And there's the whole probate court thing I got to do. There's a lot going yeah. on. So that's why I didn't want to just say, you'll receive it in September. By that's, tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> that seems a little overpromising. Yeah, it ain't going to happen. But please let us know. Yes. Please drop us a line at contact at latterdaylesbian.org mm-hmm. and let us know if you need to still receive um, a coffee mug. Yes. That would be so helpful. Yes. Give us um, your address. In case you are no longer a part of Patreon, we would not have your address anymore. So send us that as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were a past $20 subscriber and uh, had to drop off for whatever reason, that is fine too. You can still get a mug. Yes. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Scam Leave likely. It in. Leave it in, Jen. Mary forgot to mute her device. It's so fucking loud. <laughs> Scam likely. Answer Should we it. answer it? Yes. Okay, hang on. Let's see what happens. How come I can't see it? Answer answering? it. Just push I... that one. No, oh, on, here, no, on here we your go. phone. Here we go. Okay, answer it. Hello? It stopped recording. Ah, it's unfortunate. It stopped recording Wasn't when that great I anyway. answered it. Yeah. No, it was someone looking for a donation for the police or something. Yeah. yeah. I like when they call. Um, and they ask you for your social security number right away. Yes. What was the one where the phone call was recording saying that someone stole your identity, but it was like, there was a word they used that was just funny. Oh, they said backstabbing. Backstabbing. There's backstabbing going on. <laughs> like, what? So they were like, press <laughs> one. I'm like, and Mary's all hang up. I'm going, no, we're, we're, we're going here. That's how fraud translates from whatever language. Backstabbing. <laughs> backstabbing. <laughs> so I pushed one, and obviously it's now a call center because you can see hear all these people talking in the background. Oh, you can't call it back. I tried calling it back, and I was like, the number you have reached. Like, it doesn't oh. let you call well, No, this was like, if you care about being backstabbed, push one. <laughs> <laughs> First question was like, what's your name? So I gave them a fake name. And then right out of the gate from there. What's your social security number? And I I said, "Uh, let's see, Mm -hmm. 555-12. And then they hung up on me. Yeah, because you're giving away soap opera telephone numbers. When you start with (laughs) 555. I should have been more creative. (laughs) Damn it. Next (laughs) time. That's how they always do it on soap operas. Uh uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-huh. Anyway, that was exciting. Mm -hmm. Where were we? Uh, That is such a good question. (laughs) Let me me go back and listen a second. (laughs) Hang on. Okay, so we were talking about $20 patrons receiving mugs. Okay. And we want to get to that. Okay, so are we wrapped up on that? Um, Yeah, you'll get your damn mugs. Yes. (laughs) Let us know. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Patreon, every time I go to one of these podcast movement conferences, they're like, streamline your Patreon, streamline your Patreon. Don't have so many tiers. It's confusing. Yeah, every time you go to one or I go to one, we're like, damn, we're fucking this up. (laughs) (laughs) We got to do better. We never seem to know what we're doing, and that's okay. Mm -mm. Patreon, we have eliminated... A $4 tier. The $4 mm-hmm. tier was for the Christmas letter. Yeah. Don't worry. If you are currently supporting us at the $4 level, you are still going to get your darn Christmas letter. Because mm-hmm. this year is a shit show. I don't know if you want to get the Christmas letter because it has been a shit show oh, this year. Oh, we should year. probably start working on it now. <laughs> Fucking now. Maybe you need to do your own and I'll do my own. Oh, God. Mine will be like, everybody will cry. I'll send a pack of tissues with mine. Mine will just be like fart Yours will be like jokes. all about Bob the Tomato and almost capsizing. <laughs> Or we did capsize. Oh, yeah. Not almost capsizing, actually capsizing. No, we, yeah, no, there was an actual capsize. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. 
So anyway, you're still going to get your Christmas letter yeah. if you are at the $4 level. You don't have to do anything. You no. don't have to like switch to no, anything. You don't have to do a thing. Just stay there. Or. Hang on, not or, but also uh, I eliminated the $6 tier and mm-hmm. made it a $5. Bumped it down to $5. Mm-hmm. So basically all our additional stuff, whether it's ad-free podcasts or videos or whatever. After shows, all that. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. After show, seriously? It's just such a word I haven't up? used in a while, so I want to throw that out there. Yeah, I think it's covered in dust, that word. <laughs> you want to dust it off first before you start throwing that around? I'm good. <laughs> that was a good intention. We're going to continue doing wrap-up videos, recaps, mm-hmm. let's mm-hmm. say. That is kind of an after show. So the after show was this idea that we had to be kind of elaborate with graphics and stuff. That's too much work, everybody. It's a lot. Not that I would know. I don't do that shit. For Mary, it's a lot of work. I mean, if we we end up getting one out to you, you're fucking welcome, but we're not promising jack shit. But we will have something video. Right. We're going to get you some video content, probably a little bit more regular. Yeah. When we get. October. October. (laughs) (laughs) We're all looking towards October here at this point. Um, so anyway, bumped that down to the $5 level for 5 bucks a month. You can get ad-free podcasts and occasional videos, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Plus, you'll get the Christmas letter and a shout-out on the show. So that's what 5 bucks gets you. Yep. If you are at the $6 level, you can do nothing. You can bump down to 5 if you want. Don't do that. But you can. You can. Yeah. I'm just, I'm kidding. Do what you want. Or, or, mm. or. Mm-hmm. To make things even more confusing mm-hmm. and give us all more options. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we need a lot more options we in do. our lives. I have signed us up for a subscription service called Supercast. It's like Patreon, but it's specifically for podcasters. Specifically. Mm-hmm. So what it's enabling us to do is put up additional content, such as an ad-free episode, that listeners can hear directly in their current podcast feed. So if you are an Apple subscriber, let's say, and there's an ad-free version of our latest podcast, it will pop up in your player. You don't have to go to Patreon to listen to it because Patreon is a terrible podcast player. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to do that anymore. Plus, we are going to start something. I know we always have these great intentions, but this is going to be fun. Okay. What is it? We're calling it Scandal Sessions, LDL Scandal Sessions. Mm-hmm. So believe it or not, there's some shit that's too racy even for this podcast, everybody. Yep. There's some stuff from Shelly's upbringing, uh, my upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we'll talk about, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Well, I don't know, but I know that there are a lot of things we have not (laughs) talked about. Yes. Just because of— For various reasons. Various reasons. So we Mm -hmm. want to be able to talk more about it to selected folks. Yep, yep. Self-selection, I guess. What happens in the Scandal Sessions podcast stays in the Scandal Sessions podcast. Yes, no discussing of these on our Facebook groups. This will not be discussed in the Facebook groups, you guys. Or we'll delete the shit out of it. Oh, yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. No, this is going to be private for a reason. So if you want to get in on that, the easiest thing is just to go to our support page. Mm -hmm. It's the second button, uh, latterdaylesbian.org slash support. If you want to get in on those podcasts, those extra podcasts coming right to your podcast player. Yep. We will make those available for all our $5 supporters, whether it's Marco Polo channels or on Patreon as well. Mm -hmm. You won't be missing out on anything. Mm -hmm. But if you want to switch over to Supercast, that is fine too. 
And if this is all confusing, just send us an email. <laughs> and Mary will clear it up. <laughs> I know. I'm a little confused. Uh-huh. No, I'm Maybe actually Maybe we need not. to put like a Facebook post out explaining shit. Because okay. I'm a little confused. I kind of tuned out about 37 seconds ago. <laughs> If I'm being honest. <laughs> you and probably half our listeners. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the panels again? <laughs> <laughs> the acoustic tiles? How to wake them so. up. <laughs> <laughs> More acoustic talk. Uh-huh. Ooh, speaking of that, our uh, microphones arrived today. Our new mics. Y'all are so badass. Yeah. So we haven't completely covered them yet with donations, but we were so confident yeah. That the donations would come through. Thank you. Thank and you, they are. everybody. They are coming through. Thank you, everyone who is supporting us through GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. That is amazeballs. Mm-hmm. And we went ahead and ordered the microphones that are supposed to be arriving today. Mm-hmm. Um, super excited. We're going to do that recording with those mics mm-hmm. anytime. Probably in mid-September. <laughs> yes, September is when all things, well, yeah. End of September, okay. yeah. So just wait for that one. Yeah. It'll be coming out later. This is also a lot of relief for us getting these microphones because we do travel a lot. At least fucking did over the summer, but we will still be traveling here and there. Mm -hmm. And to not have to stress about, oh, we got to get an episode recorded before we go or, oh, shit, we didn't get one. Like, we can record wherever we go. And I I feel like there's so many opportunities to have, like, good, raw, real, vulnerable recordings, like, from a hotel room, from somewhere where we were at Pride. I mean, just something where we're, we're still... In the moment of it, not looking back three weeks as to what had happened. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, we could try to get down to our Airbnb like at least once a month to restock and yeah. check on the place and yep. do all that sort of stuff. So we'll probably be recording from there as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. So that will be really handy. If you would like to support that microphone fund, please check out once again, latterdaylesbian.org slash support. It's the first button on the page. Okay. So Shelly, there is a special listener we want to thank. Katie Mack. Oh, my God, Katie Mack. Katie Mack treated (laughs) us and Diana to the concert of Brandy Carlisle at the Wolf Trap Center for the Performing Arts. Yeah, it's amazing. God, so fucking awesome. That woman can sing. Yeah. Yeah. And Katie, thank you. Thank you you so much, so much. It's awesome. There were all of the queers. Mm-hmm. I was going to say all the gays, but remember you told me to call them queers instead? Yeah, queers. Remember the queer wedding? I, so we're, I'm standing in line to get concert t-shirts because, you know, I'm a That's junkie. what you do. That is. And the other ladies had gone to get alcohol because it's what you do. And then all <laughs> of a sudden we hear like some people clapping. Mm-hmm. And we look around and there's this gay couple, two guys and uh, not a preacher, but uh, whatever, someone... What is it called if you don't know if it's religious or not? Officiator? Sure. An (laughs) officiate. No, I hate that word because that's very temple-y. Is it? An officiator will now join the... (laughs) Someone who's performing the ceremony? A marrying-er. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Anyway, they're all standing up. People start to clap. Then more people are clapping, and then, of course, everyone— And this, this, there's like 7,000 people at this um, venue. It's huge. Mm -hmm. It's like on the lawn right now. And everyone's starting to turn and see what's going on. And then more people are clapping. And then more people are clapping. Pretty soon it's like thundering claps of these two gay boys getting married right there on the lawn before a Brandy Carlisle concert. Mm -hmm. It was fucking awesome to see. It was. And I loved—yeah, I'm talking about me for a while. Um, (laughs) Well, A, it's been a long time since we've been out to like a huge venue Mm -hmm. for music. We went to that Fleetwood Mac cover band concert, which was fun as well. But this was like— 
like legit concert, like yeah. thousands of people. They checked your vaccination card before you went in, which we're not having a vaccination discussion. We will never have that on the podcast. Because Actually, we are going to have one. Okay. In just a second. I guess we are. <laughs> no, we're just going it's to, a, it's a logistics thing. Oh, right. We're not going to argue is what I'm saying. No. We're in there and it felt like I am back with my people. Yeah. I never felt with my people when I was like at general conference. Because I always felt like I was acting a certain way, wearing a certain thing, so concerned about how I looked to others. For sure. But at Wolf Trap, it was just my people. It was my people everywhere. I know. It was, it was lovely. I loved it. It felt so good. Also, something that every time I see this in my life now, it just touches my heart, is the old ass, white-haired lesbian couples. (laughs) I fucking love it because it's like, y'all made it, you know? Mm -hmm. You're here. You're not hiding somewhere back in the 80s. You're still gay. I don't know. I know that doesn't make sense, but it's just, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. What are you trying to say there? Well, they just, I don't know. Just makes my heart (laughs) feel good when I see the old gays. Get you in the feels. Mm -hmm. That's sweet. Mm -hmm. Speaking of getting in the feels. I don't know. Brandy Carla, so, some of those songs just kind of got me. Yeah. Just was thinking about stuff with my mom some more. Mm-hmm. She has a new song coming out. One of the lyrics is, I may not be here tomorrow. Yeah. I was like, you got that right. You just yeah. never know. Wow. Kind of got me. I'm still sort of processing all through she, that stuff. Mary gets these waves of emotion out of like out of the blue and just mm-hmm. kind of smacks her over the head. And she's yeah. not kind of um, not used to that. She's kind of not used to emotions at all. Um, <laughs> and so it definitely takes her out of her zone. Yep. Into a new zone of pain and discomfort, which yeah. I don't appreciate. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? It's just how it is. Yeah. When we were sitting there at the concert during that song that was, you know, you don't know if you'll be here tomorrow or whatever the lyric was. It's a new song, so I don't think we can look the lyrics up. But the effect was, like, you never know, right? Yeah. And I was sitting there listening, and then I got this huge wave, because I'm an empath, I feel shit off of people, this huge wave of, like, sadness and emptiness. <laughs> I was radiating. Yeah, from my left side. I'm like, whoa, disturbance in the force. And I turn <laughs> uh-huh. and look, and Mary's just kind of slightly crumpled over. <laughs> A little teary-eyed. I'm like, holy shit. So I just hugged her. And it was like... You tried to decrumple me? I tried to decrumple <laughs> you. Um, but yeah, you were getting that shit yeah. from left and right. and That's how it goes, right? Yeah. Just how does that feel for you when you're not used to it? Well, it sucks. Do you really want to be hit <laughs> by waves of grief that make you start to weep? No. Does anyone want to feel that? Uh, not really. Not I don't really. think you pick that. No. Over joy, let me um, let me pick sorrow and grief yeah. over happiness, over whatever's happening. No, yeah. you don't pick it, but it's right to not stuff it down and sit with those feelings, honor those feelings. Doesn't mean it's comfortable, right? But it's not doing me any good to try to deny those feelings or stuff them back down. No. So I'm just gonna go with it and know that they pass, kind of like contractions. You would know something about that. Well, I always had epidurals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Period cramps. Is that more relatable to you? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they come and go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to feel whatever I feel at the time. Yeah. What else can I do? No, you can do nothing. Yeah. But feel it. And I would hope you'd never feel like there's something kind of wrong with you because you keep having these waves no. of sadness. Gosh, I mean, no. this is still fresh. And it could be years down the way and you'll hit a wave of grief. I don't feel like there's anything wrong with me. Yeah, ever. Uh, pretty much ever. <laughs> <It's> true. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? I do. Especially yep. with something I'm feeling, I don't think that's ever wrong. Maybe wrong wasn't the word I was reaching for. <laughs> Maybe like, is this supposed to keep happening? Oh, I mean, gosh, yeah. Yeah. I've been through this before. Do you remember when I was 12 yeah. and uh, discovered my father dead? Yeah. So I've, I've felt grief before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry. Grief is no stranger to me. Yeah. All the times I've had to leave community, like when I had to leave Atlanta and come here, mm-hmm. left all my friends, my family, my job, yeah. house, dogs, had to leave it all. Anywho, yeah, grief and I are friends. We're just going to hang out sometimes. All right. That's okay. Oh, here's what I wanted to say about the vaccine. We are planning a get-together in October. The date is Saturday, October 9th. Here in Vienna, Virginia, it's going to be at a private house. Uh, more details to come. I think we're staying 4 or 5 p.m., so we'll keep updating you as the time grows closer. I might want to put this on my calendar. When? October? When are we doing this? <laughs> October 9th. October. It's a Saturday. Uh, we're asking people uh, BYOB and bring some sort of little appetizer, some sort of little thing to share. Mm-hmm. Bring your vaccination card. Out of respect to the homeowner who Mm -hmm. is putting this on for us, Mm -hmm. um, we are going to make sure everyone's vaccinated who comes in there. And we're going to hope for good weather. She has a downstairs level to her house and also a great yard. There's a bathroom down there. So it should be a great place to have this. Uh, There's parking nearby, like uh, less than a quarter mile away. I think it's like 0.1 miles away. There's this park where you can park behind her house. Did you say park where you can park? Yep. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Where you can park for all the parking. If you need special assistance parking, there is some parking right out front of her house. Like if you can't make a little bit of a walk, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, please reserve those spaces for those who, who need it. But anyway, more to come. Please bring your vaccination card or you will not be admitted. So there you go. There you go. That's how we feel about that. Okay. Um, what else did we want to talk about before we get into co-parenting? Any of you who are in the path, or I guess we're in the path, of Hurricane Ida. We hope you are okay. Yeah. If you need support, please reach out to this mm-hmm. community. The easiest way is well, you can contact us at contact at latterdaylesbian.org. Also, if you are part of the Facebook community, uh, Latter-day Lesbian podcast discussion group on Facebook, that is such a great place to get emotional support. Also, mm-hmm. uh, some people have reached out to that group for some financial support once in a while that mm-hmm. happens. So let us know. What sort of help you need? Our hearts are going out to you. Yeah. Um, any way we can help build you up in this time, please let us know. That is horrible. Yeah. Such tragedy. And I'm guessing when this episode comes out, it'll be a couple weeks after. Yeah. It it'll hit. be a, it'll be a minute later for sure. But it'll probably still be a shit show. Absolutely. Yeah. Our yeah, thoughts that, are with you. That damage is not going to be uh, fixed mm-hmm. overnight for mm-hmm. sure. So you know whose thoughts are with me? Hmm. My dad. Oh right. <laughs> seems to think that all of the East Coast is like one little blip on the map because he has been calling on the daily for a week now being concerned about me mm-hmm. because of the hurricane. I'm like, no, Dad, that's pretty far south. I mean, we might get some rains. <laughs> uh-huh. Then he forgets and calls the next day. You guys getting hit by that hurricane? I'm like, no, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. we're not, Dad. But Yeah, we boarded up the windows. We're evacuating. <laughs> what the heck? I don't know. I don't know. Geography. For the amount of time that he has spent over his life looking at paper maps, I can't believe he doesn't remember that D.C. is actually not near He loves Louisiana. to talk about weather. He really, really does. This is true. Yeah. We're okay if you're worried. <laughs> yeah. Dad, if you're listening, he's not listening. <laughs> if you're listening. 
Funny. Okay, um, I think we should take a break. And yeah. then when we get back, we're going to dive into that co-parenting issue. That Don't topic once again. Okay, yeah. be right back. All righty. Okay, we're back. So we knew there'd be a part two to this co-parenting discussion because, wow, the responses. So we asked all our social media platforms, which, you know, are not many, but mm-hmm. the responses were amazing. Yes. We didn't get to everybody's last time from our discussion group on Facebook. So we want to dive into those. Well, let's do it. Now, yeah. is this, did you and Diana read these? No, this was an episode I recorded with you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> remember you talked about co-parenting? Yeah, but I don't remember reading anything. We read some from um, Patreon and okay. from Marco Polo channels. I That's believe pretty I believe much you. as far as we got. I and believe you. I think one or two from our Facebook group. Gotcha. <laughs> How quickly we forget. Mm-hmm. Is there any just, update you want to give on the co-parenting front before we dive into these? Um, an update? No, same, same shit, different day. Okay. There you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> There's your update. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So this comes from Facebook discussion group. Uh, this listener says, My daughter's father still goes to church and is super judgmental. I've been dating a woman for four years and also do professional makeup for the transgender community. Very cool. My daughter has expressed that he has tried to talk to her about my life choices, she puts in quotes, Mm. on different occasions. He's worried that she will be influenced by me. Oh, yeah. Kindness to trans people, right? Yeah. I would hate hate for her kindness to, you know, have an influence. I know. Good God. She has expressed to him that she sees nothing wrong with being LGBTQ, but he's made her cry on several occasions for her stance. Ugh. He's worried for her soul and trying to turn her against me. He wants her to be worried about hell, too, but she's expressed to me that she doesn't believe in the Bible like he does and only likes church to socialize with her friends. Add a girl. That sounded like me back in the day. (laughs) He no doubt blames me for this, but honestly, I've always encouraged her to follow her own intellect. She's a smart girl, and I'm proud of her for standing up for what she believes is right. I know we have a few listeners who— have that big time struggle because yeah. they are queer mm-hmm. and the ex husband is super TBM, mm-hmm. true believing Mormon, and the kids are caught up in yeah. the middle of it. For sure. And it's not like, you know, I, I don't really like your mom's career choice or whatever, it, but to say what your mom is doing is sinful and wrong and we need to not like these people. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. When the other parent is teaching love, Let it be. (laughs) Well, this just kind of smacks of that issue with one parent teaching one thing, another parent trying to teach another thing, and Mm that poor kid getting caught in the middle. This just sucks when divorced parents throw each other under the bus. Yes. It just sucks for the kid. Yeah. Every time. Yep. And I don't know why parents can't see that. Why can't they figure out how to be civil and how to be encouraging of the other people's Beliefs. It doesn't have to be exactly what you believe. Right. It's tough when you're hearing hatred. Exactly. You don't want to support that. Exactly. You know? So that's challenging. And again, fucking religion. That's the thing is so many religions are full of hatred toward these marginalized what? Loving religions? I know, weird. <laughs> uh, and so when there's a religious difference, mm-hmm. unfortunately, a lot of times the one who's in the religion has the view of— these marginalized people being sinful, bad, mm-hmm. 
whatever. Yeah, I know. Anytime you have such differing opinions on things that are touched on by religions, right? it's just challenging. Is it just me, or does religion typically fuck up the world? Yeah, and again, I don't want to trash all religions. We have friends who are religious, and they're wonderful, accepting, loving, beautiful humans. Um, but those are few and far between, I would say. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. It's like if you believe in evolution and your ex-religious spouse does not believe in evolution, it would be great if that person could be like, you know what? God is big enough for all views. Yeah. And, you know, you get to you get to yeah. decide. Because I wouldn't care. I honestly wouldn't care if my kids believed in evolution or did not believe it. I don't care. They'll figure something out eventually. Well, you what don't. I, but what I care about is, does their belief also include we need to look down on others? Mm-hmm. We need to not accept others. That's what I care about. For sure. And you don't because you're not religious. Correct. You don't have to fall on your sword for a belief system necessarily. Mm-mm. The only thing that I'm falling on my sword about is kindness. And yeah. can we not be hateful yeah, towards other groups? just fucking be kind to people and not kind out of one side of our mouth mm-hmm. and then— being a dick on the other side, thank you, Holland. Oh, right. Yeah, that guy's confusing as fuck. Yeah. Not Holland the nation, but um, Jeffrey R. Holland. Right. Listen to last week's episode. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we have nothing against Dutch people. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right, you want to continue with these from the discussion group? Here we go. Bishop interviews with 12-year-old daughter. I have in our separation agreement that I get two weeks' notice before any meeting. Oh, nice. Additionally, we have notified the bishopric of this, and they know they cannot pull her aside without notifying us. I hope the bishopric sticks to that because I have friends who have told the bishop, you will not ever, ever interview my son one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And they did it anyway. They're like, well, you know, yeah. he was in the hall, and we needed to do the interview, and, you know, you were wow. in a meeting, and just grabbed him real quick. Uh-uh. It's like, no. Wow. Illegal. That disrespect right there. Yes. Doesn't it suck that this person even has to have, in a separation agreement, anything at all about Bishop interviews? Like, this is still going on? This should this should never even be an option to even wow. have. Fucking sucks. Okay, this one says, I'm co-parenting with a narcissistic Mormon man, and it is rough. Did I do that right? I think so. There's like five There's like O's. a bunch of O's. Okay. He uses the kids as pawns all the time, and it's so hard to see them getting hurt in the crossfire. How do we help our kids develop resilience and kindness in spite of their parents' toxic behavior? How do we keep them from internalizing it as normal and or deserved? I also worry because I'm a lesbian, and their narcissistic dad is their only substantial male role model in their life. How can I help them develop more positive associations with men and masculinity? This is a toughie. Yeah. What you think, Shell? I mean, as I'm thinking about it, my kids are kind of in the same boat as far as male role models in their life. Mm-hmm. I think they just have their dad. Right. I would love for them to have a more broad association with male figures in their life, mm-hmm. for sure. So this is something that I need to think about as well. So thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Hmm. That's tough. Yeah. That's tough because it's it's easy to like inherit views about the patriarchy through a parent that's super patriarchal. Right. Yeah, what could happen is your female children could look for a patriarch to marry later in life because Mm -hmm. that's what they're used to. Mm -hmm. So they could potentially have to go through someone being the boss of them. Yeah. That's a reality. And the male children can parrot the behavior. Yeah, with not even realizing and then, Mm -hmm. of course, denying the patriarchy. Like, yeah, this isn't, this is, you know, no, it's not how it is. That's a 
big issue. I tell you, life is complicated. It is. Um, so we're trying to model what a strong woman looks like. Yes. For them. Mm-hmm. Independent woman, mm-hmm. strong woman, someone who doesn't rely on someone else for potentially their living. Right. Where they can, you know, support themselves. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important to teach. Mm-hmm. Versus dependence. Kindness yeah. is what we're trying to mirror for the kids. You just have to combat it from another point of view. Yeah. I enjoy the time that I spend with my daughters. I think I need to start having outings with just the daughters for a while. And this is not about man-hating at Mm -hmm. all. No. But talk about the issues with the patriarchy and talk about being a strong woman and talk about you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. You know? Right. And at the same time, that doesn't mean I just ignore my boys. I don't anyway. But, like, having outings with the boys— and setting an example of, you know, strength and confidence and compassion and kindness. Well, I think your boys would benefit from seeing a woman be independent and strong as well. Yeah, that's so what I just said. They can get an idea of what that looks like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant confidence in them. No, me. Okay. Me okay. being confident. Gotcha. And- and you know, and I do see that they see that in me. I do because they'll say things from time to time about the things that I do that's it's cool mm-hmm. or that's awesome or you know yeah. they they definitely except for Simon because he doesn't talk um, <laughs> they definitely give me praise mm-hmm. you know for the things that I do. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, if there are any other male role models that you can point out to your kids as a great example of being a great human, yeah. Wish we could loan Brother Ben out to the world. Oh, my gosh. I was just thinking that. We need, yeah. we need more Brother Bens out there. Oh, my God. Listeners, I wish you could get to know Brother Ben. I know that Fanny Fact Check makes fun of him, <laughs> but he is one of the best men I've ever known. He really is. Yeah. He really is. He's like a wonderful balance of all things masculine and feminine and um, just a great balance. And I don't think you see that all that much in men in my opinion, from mm-hmm. what I've seen in my life, well, and there's not a great balance. look at the men you have surrounded yourself with. That's true. In your life. They're Mormon men, you know? Yeah. That's just, you. That's comes, what it comes is. with territory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that is a really hard position yeah. to be in. Just try to model all the good things for your kids as much as you can. That's my advice. And also be hopeful because this is a different generation. It really is. That is true. My kids have gay friends. Mm-hmm. My kids have they, them friends. My kids have friends whose parents are queer. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's different. It's different than it was. Right. I feel like the majority of kids these days, at least in the area we, where we are, they're much more accepting mm-hmm. and much more adverse to hate. Yeah. It does definitely depend on where you live in a lot of cases. Yeah, but it's true. Hopefully we're getting there. All right. Come on, world. We Get got there. this. Come on. Keep we going. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. You want to take the next one? My turn. Does it count if I feel like I'm co-parenting my own semi-TBM boyfriend sometimes? Oh, God. For example, he won't go to a doctor, so I'll end up mentioning it to his mom, TBM, and then she tells him to go. It's frustrating when love and care can turn into a mothering role. And because I am not of their faith, I already know the feeling of them thinking what I do and say is pointless to listen to or accept because I'm not going through the veil at the end. I'll be happy to end up on the SS Afterlife with Pirate God. Oh, you'll be happy with the SS Afterlife, will you? You'll be walking a blank. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pirate God's angry. Sorry, yeah. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I'll chime in. There is nothing for me that's more of a turn off than having to fill a parenting role of a spouse or a partner. Right. It's just creepy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm of the mindset where someone as a grown-ass adult, just figure out your life, Yeah, you know? Well, I think she's also pointing out that the boyfriend doesn't really listen to her, but will listen to his mom. So kind of just still a mama's boy. Totally sounds like a mama's boy. Mm -hmm. Boundaries could be really good. Mm -hmm. By the way, Philip's a mama's boy, and I love it. Okay, carry on. Oh, great. That'll serve him well later in life. That's fantastic. (laughs) He's only 10. (laughs) (laughs) I think boundaries. Also, don't set yourself on fire to keep somebody else warm. Yeah. So if you are noticing that you're doing too much and you're getting frustrated, uh, maybe cleaning up after somebody too much and it's frustrating, Mm -hmm. and you've asked that person to clean up after themselves because they're a grown-ass adult or whatever the situation is, Mm -hmm. and you're frustrated, you can stop doing it. Mm -hmm. That's an option. You can stop doing the thing that enables another person. But what if they just won't clean up? Well, it's challenging. Maybe you're with the wrong partner. Perhaps. (laughs) Something to look at. Yeah, if partner won't listen to you and make some changes. Yeah, that's a tough situation. I know um, I'm going to hearken back to Glennon Doyle's podcast again. She and her sister talked about those invisible things that a lot of times women do. Yes. And, you know, I'm sure some men would fall into this category too, but those invisible things that don't get acknowledged and they just kind of happen magically. So it could be... Laundry. Laundry or dishes or— Turning lights off every time you walk down the fucking hall. Yeah. Because people don't want to turn off lights. Whatever whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Those things that you have to do constantly day in and day out because it's not being done by your partner and it falls to you. Mm-hmm. And you feel like there's an uneven distribution of work in the household, let's say. Right. Bringing that stuff, bringing the invisible visible— is a vulnerable position to be in because you're having that conversation with your person, your partner. Mm-hmm. What if they don't give a shit, right? What if they don't give a shit? What if they're like, oh, you're exaggerating? What if they try to downplay it? What if they just don't want to help out so they don't want to talk about it? Or You never know. Or what if they didn't realize it? Yeah, you never know. It was just happening. Yeah. They didn't think about it, didn't realize it, and, and so, they want to yeah. help out. It's like, go ahead and give them the benefit of the doubt by give having the conversation. Yeah. yeah. Give them an opportunity potentially to, to rise to the challenge. If they don't want to, or if they don't know. play it, yeah, that's something you're going to have to deal with later. Now, those conversations are not easy to have. Mm-hmm. And they typically don't happen only one time. No. <laughs> We've had those conversations, <laughs> yeah, you and I. Yeah, of course we have. They're scary yeah. because you feel like a nag or you feel like you're too demanding or mm-hmm. whatever you're feeling. That's keeping you from having those conversations. But giving your person the opportunity to rise to the challenge could be a good thing. Absolutely. Otherwise. How are they going to know? Yeah. Unless you bring it up. Yep. So I would encourage this person to give their boyfriend the opportunity to try some adulting, (laughs) you know? Yep. Explain what you will and will not do in the relationship. Uh, Give that person an opportunity to rise to the challenge. Let us know how it goes. Or Pirate God's going to get after you. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You want to take the next one or is it me? It's you. Your it's turn. me. Yep. My partner's ex is very TBM on the outside, this person says. He thinks he's entitled to have us ask him first for everything we do, like take a kid to the doctor. It's the old patriarchal mantra. 
only we're not buying it, and that pisses him off. Uh-huh. He also wants to force their son, who is 14, to go to church. Uh. When he refuses, Dad takes his phone away or turns off his data. That's one way to get him in the yeah. faith. Yeah. And of course, it's because we are turning the kid away from the church, right? Ugh, this person says. It's so exhausting to try and co-parent with someone who hates every fiber of our being. Every fiber of our beings. Ooh, and takes it out on the kids. That's tough. Yep. I'm so sorry. I would lose my shit if my kids were being forced to go to church. Yeah. I would lose my fucking shit. Thankfully, I I don't have to deal with that. That is a rough one. Yeah. It's almost like we need a support group for people in this position. I know. That can just help each other out, listen to each other's stories, help support each other. I mean, we do have that on the on the group, but mm-hmm. there's probably a specific group for this. Probably. I bet you, I bet you could look into it because that is really hard. Yeah. I'm sorry that you're going through that. Well, at least it's good that your kid hates church. I mean, that's a start, but it sucks as being punished for not going. Yeah. Um, yeah. But— all this is doing is driving a wedge between your I child know. and that other parent. So that's the that's the relationship that's going to suffer. What do you think you'd say to your kid, Shelly, if this was happening over at Brent's? Um, first, I would lose my complete shit <laughs> on Brent about that. Like, for real. Thankfully, again, Brent isn't doing that to the children. And if there was nothing I could do legally, you know, I would tell said child, like, look, I I am sorry. Would you just say sometimes you just have to do things that your parents ask you to do even though you don't want to? Like, what would you say? Well, you know what I would do? I'd Mm. be like, I'll pay for your data. Okay. You know, or I'm sorry you're not going to get your phone for the week that you're at your dad's. That fucking sucks. But I love that you are standing up for what you want. Yeah. But there's also, depending on where you live, you can get like a child lawyer, mediator, something for your child as when they become a certain age and even go back to court. I would do that. Yeah. I would go to court and say, listen, my child is the age where he or she can make his own decisions. They do not want to go to church. I don't want that to be part of the upbringing over yeah. at their dad's. So if he chooses to not go to his dad's because of church, then he gets to choose to not go to his dad's. It's tough, especially if you can't afford lawyers and court oh, fees. And well, everything stuff. costs money. Fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a rough spot. Um, but really I am encouraged rough. that the child is not wanting to go. That's what I like about this story. And again, it's just driving the wedge between the child and and the father. I think it's the father they're talking about here. I wonder if that other parent can teach their child some language to use. Like, fuck off, Dad, I don't want to go to this That's exactly what I was thinking. Okay, yeah. How about, (laughs) Dad, I love you so much. This church is not part of my belief system. TBM parents are not hearing that. I know. No kid can actually use this language. But even if they could, the parent, it doesn't matter. When you are when you are a super Mormon parent, mm-hmm. anything your kid says about not wanting to do church, it's like dismiss, dismiss, dismiss. This is where you're going to be happy. And there's this fear of like, oh, my gosh, if they leave the church, I won't have them for eternity. You know, you react out of fear, and it bolsters you. What if a kid could say, I don't want your behavior of forcing me to go to this church that I think is fake to put a wedge between us and cause us to have a rift later in life. <laughs> I mean, it might work with some TBM parents. Some <laughs> it's not going to work. It just depends. No like, kid uses that language. <laughs> well, I guess the mom. Well, that's what you could say. So to answer your question. <laughs> this will ruin our relationship, yeah, Dad. Maybe this this mom, partner's ex is very T. I don't know if it's a mom or a dad. Uh, oh, no, it is. Dad takes away his phone. Okay. 
you could speak with your 14-year-old about how to have an actual conversation with their dad about the consequences of this going forward. Or just say how it makes you feel. That's what I mean. Like, it makes me feel this ripped. It makes me feel like I'm pulling away from you. Or that you don't think what I think is important. Yeah. And it might work. You're forcing your beliefs on me. Can you imagine? I would be so terrified when I was that age to have that conversation with my mother. Maybe they could write a letter and give it to their dad. This is challenging for kids. I can only see that the dad would then turn that into the mom's fault. Oh, 100%. Whatever you do, mom, it's coming back on your ass. Oh, my whatever gosh. I mean, whatever the child does or says. This is so challenging. Yeah. Because that kid's going to be terrified to have that conversation with a parent, mm-hmm. you know? And then you're right, it'll look poorly on the other parent. Yep. Whoo! Fucking wow. religion again. Fucking religion. If anybody has any other thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, let us know. Because yep. that is tricky. Yep. Okay. All right, you're up next, right? Um, no, I am. You are? I got primary custody of my kids in 2013 after my divorce was finalized in 2011. I left the church in 2015. Good job. (laughs) And it has absolutely been used as an opportunity to paint me in a bad light with the courts because I have not been shy in my use of the word cult. Mm. I told my ex that she is welcome to take the kids to church, but that they are not to receive any additional ordinances. Youngest wasn't baptized. Older two haven't received the priesthood unless or until they are 18. Nice. Ah, that's, again, another rough one mm-hmm. because, I mean, I agree with you. I agree with this person. But, again, this is hurting the children, and here's how. They're still having to go to church, mm-hmm. but because they're not receiving these ordinances, they are not in the same acceptance of the other children their age. Yeah. Fuck religion. I know. I think it really depends. There are some kids that are like, okay, I'm still going to church, but they just don't give a shit about it anyway. Mm-hmm. These kids might fall into that category. They're just kind of like, oh, so. it's this thing I got to do. That's how I felt about church. Yeah. I mean, pretty much the whole time. I never really liked church. did you really have friends church. in church that could do things that you were not allowed to do? No, because, yeah, regular that, church is not like that. Right. This is not regular church. This is a cult. The only thing I can think of in Catholicism, you could be like a altar boy or whatever they call it. But you have to be male anyway to do that stuff, whatever like younger kids are doing to help out. Yeah. That just doesn't apply to regular kids. <laughs> there may be—I remember back in the day in the Methodist church, our first church that we went to— there were these boys that wore robes that lit the candles at the beginning of the service. <laughs> Fancy, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you could be a girl to do that. I don't know. I never saw girls do it, but— That's the same as the the kids who pass the sacrament. Right. But that's not only a, a gender thing. Also, if you have not been given the priesthood at age 12, which is something that these children would not get, yeah. they wouldn't be able to pass the sacrament with their— peers. Mm-hmm. And also, I know a lot of the meetings that they have would be around the sacrament, how to pass the sacrament, blah, 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 And they would just be like feeling like an idiot because they don't get to do it. Right. It just depends on how much the kid is invested in those activities and right. how much they care. You're absolutely right. Some wouldn't give a shit about it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, got to just do this thing. And I would be of the same ballpark as this parent in that if the, the court said the other parent gets to take them to church, then I would say, well, fine, but— they can't be baptized. They can't blah, blah, blah. Like, I wouldn't want them to get sucked into all this shit. Mm-hmm. But then on top of that, I would have to talk to them every fucking Sunday. Like, how do you feel? Because you're not this. And they have, like, it just, fucking religion. Fucking I know. I know. Religion. I know. Get you every time. Mm-hmm. This says, my ex was sexually inappropriate with several women and two teen girls. 
I didn't even hear the scope of it until after I left him. Our kids don't know. They're all adults now. How, when, even do I ever tell them? You want to take this one, Shelly? Would you tell your kids that are adults? Uh, um, there would be a lot more questions that need to be answered first. Like, is this parent still in their life? If that's the case, absolutely. Because if there are grandkids, uh, you know, yeah. for, the, for the safety. So, yeah. Oh, God, what a shit show. I know. What a shit show. Because you don't want to cast a child's parent in a bad light, right? However, this is serious, and there are other children that would be around this person. So, yeah, there would need to be some conversation. And I don't know if this would have to be something that you would need to speak to a lawyer about first, that you would need to find some kind of records. Like, I don't know. I I wouldn't want to go to my kids and be like, hey, I heard that you're dead, blah, blah, blah. Like, there'd have to be some concrete shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Because this isn't something that you just throw around lightly, but you also— need to take very seriously the protection of the other, like the grandkids and nieces and nephews or whatever that's in, in right. the Right, yeah. No, that's such a good point. And yeah. maybe have supervised visitation with this person Yeah, with grandkids. That's a really, really good point. Yeah. Uh, like just yeah. because the kids are old now doesn't mean that they don't have kids who could be potential victims. Yeah. You just, um, you don't know. Wow. Yeah. That's something to take very seriously. You might need some mediation in your corner to help or yeah. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure the best way to break that news to your kids but that's I would something talk to someone happen. yeah my opinion is that you can't just let that go right especially if they're grandchildren involved mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Woo! this is some tough stuff um, have time for one more yeah last one my wife is trying to co-parent with her ex-husband he will bribe the boys to love him And when they come back, they're always arguing. We can tell a huge difference when they've gone to the ex's house and when they haven't. The worst part is he wants nothing to do with the kids. So he'll bribe them so they like him more. But but he really doesn't want to have a relationship with them. Care, but he just wants to win, maybe? Probably. This is one of those shitty side effects, consequences. Of just shitty people, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And unfortunately, I feel like in so many divorce situations or even non-divorce situations, there's just a shitty parent. Yeah. And that sucks. And thankfully, kids are overall resilient. Yeah. And hopefully this child, these boys have support. I know. Sometimes I think the best way to combat some of this stuff versus pointing out to your children what the other parent is or isn't doing. Yeah. The best thing to do is just pour more love on the situation. You you be the one. Be the example. Pour more love on it. Spend more time with them. Value your kids. Mm -hmm. And they will see the difference in the parenting styles. You can't stop your ex. Not easily. there's legal issues. Unless there's a court telling you so. You can't stop your ex (laughs) from doing things that you don't approve of when it comes to co-parenting. It just is what it is. I know. And again, thankfully, kids are resilient, but kids also get damaged. I'm not saying it'll be fine. Kids will recover. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I would say just be the soft place for your kids. Mm -hmm. Be the best parent that you can possibly be, and the kids will figure it out. Yep. Yeah. They will see all of the situation for what it is one day. Yep. Good advice. Good advice, Shelly. Thank you. Yes. As we trudge through this thing called life. Oh, my God. All the trudging. Mm -hmm. This shit's messy and hard, everybody. Yep. We got this. 
let's keep building each other up. I love it. I love it so much. Thank you, everybody, for contributing to this discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that we can pull our audience and get instant feedback. That's amazing. Yeah. Our listeners are the best listeners. They kick all the ass. Every last ass. <laughs> all the asses. <laughs> love y'all so much. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's take a final commercial break uh, and get into some patrons and channel members. As a reminder, we would like to thank our sponsor. Whoa, Mahogany? Mahogany Queen Coffee yeah. Co. with their LDL After Dark Blend. Mm, smooth and creamy notes of what? Molasses, brown sugar, uh, chocolate, I think. Okay. And love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all the love. Hell yeah. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, we'll be right back. Okay, we are back for, we got three patrons. Nope. And Two patrons, one channels. One Marco Polo channels member. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of which we're all grateful for. I'm, I'm thinking that we're going to give the new names, first letter of last name, some issue that co-parenting Co- can bring about. Oh, co-parenting issues. Okay. You want to go first? Uh, sure, I'll give it a shot. All right, first name is Ellen Elizabeth L. Ellen Elizabeth L. L. Well, that co-parent is a loser. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Ellen Elizabeth Loser, you're welcome. Thanks for your support. You already said it. (laughs) That's terrible. Ellen, this was not my idea. I'm sorry. I was gonna say love. Love? I wasn't gonna say love. (laughs) (laughs) That's not an issue. (laughs) Ellen Elizabeth Loser, thank you for your contributions. (laughs) Next up, Leanne L. Another L. Love. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Actually, I was something lame. Like, what if your co-parent is lame? Lame. By the way, this um, Leanne Lame is, I think, Canadian. Oh. Because it shows on the amount that she's donating per month, it says C-A. Oh. Does that okay. mean Canadian dollars? Is I it different? Uh, Are yeah. we getting more or they, less? They have their own currency up in Canada. Hmm. Leanne <laughs> Lame, are you giving us Canadian currency? I think it's got a picture of the queen on it. Oh. Yeah, I think so. Well, shit. Dun, shit, Leanne dun, Lame. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I don't know the words to this song. That's my country tis of thee. <sighs> Shelly. What? Oh, Shelly. What? Sweet Shelly. Oh. <laughs> I'll play it for you later. Thank you. <laughs> God save the queen. Oh. Oh, Canada. Well, there's that, too. Okay, that's the one I know. Okay. Uh, all Wouldn't right. it be funny if Leanne Lame wasn't even Canadian? <laughs> After all that. <laughs> uh, yeah, if, if, she, if you're not Canadian, then that whole Canada thing went out to you, Connie. Oh, okay. Connie Why not? Canadian. Yeah, we've got several Canadian listeners. That's true. We do. All of our Canadian listeners. Shout out to we- Canada. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. I actually love Canada. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Canada's beautiful. Been there a couple times. A. A. Niagara <laughs> on the Lake. Love that place. Yeah, beautiful. All right, moving on. Sorry, we got to wrap this up. We have to finish packing. Yep, we do. We got stuff to do. Who's our last name? This is a channels member. Channels, nice. Lisa Marie P. Presley? (laughs) Maybe. Is she dead? What? Lisa Marie? I don't think so. Okay. What? I don't know. Who are you talking no, about? No, not not this. The well, the I channels member is not dead. Is Lisa Marie Presley dead, or is she is that the young one? We don't need to look it up. This took a morbid turn. Well, no, maybe I'm thinking of an older Priscilla okay, Presley. Up. Is she dead? I don't know. We're about to look up 
which of the Presleys are dead at this point. Sorry, channels member Lisa Marie, we're, we're checking death records. Yeah, just check the Wikipedia. None of those Presley women are dead. Okay. So. I mean, Elvis. Well, yeah. He didn't make it. No, he's been <laughs> out of it for a while. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so she still needs a new last name. Oh, with, with a, a P. P. Well, that priesthood always gets in the way. Oh, God. Of co-parenting. Yes. That damn yes. priesthood. And patriarchy. Oh, pa- der, patriarchy. Der. der. Okay, I like that one. Yeah, Lisa Marie Patriarchy. That's a <laughs> shitty name. By the way, all three of our supporters today got <laughs> shitty last names. Huh, They got loser, unusual. lame, and patriarchy. <laughs> Which is kind of loser and lame is how I feel about this whole segment right this second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all, de- y'all decided to support us in a bad week. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I tell you what, write in and tell us what name you actually wanted to have, and we will make an adjustment. But if we don't hear from you, (laughs) fuck it. You're sticking with lame, loser, and patriarchy. Maybe Lisa Marie wants to uh, have the new last name of Pirate. Lisa Marie Pirate, you're welcome. Is that better? Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) All right, on that note, should we wrap this uh, episode up? Let's wrap it up. I got to get into work. Okay. We would like to thank Dan from Extension Audio. Thanks for leaving it in, Dan. And you better fucking leave that part in where Mary's phone rings. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not messing with you, Dan. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's not joking around. Some good shit. Everybody, thanks for listening. And remember to steer clear of those cults because they are no joke. No joke at all. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.